right, so we're upstairs in the spare room yeah. talking about our ABLE project. Today we're talking about the practice of study. Yep. Uh, maybe just kind of start us off like, why study? What's so important about it? Yeah. Kind of ground us biblically with Yeah, us. maybe the first place I would actually probably start is in the prophets, and okay. specifically Isaiah in chapter 55. Because I, I think when it comes to study, yeah. it's possible to do this from a place of like arrogance. Sure, oh yeah. But I think one of the, like the bedrocks of this whole approach is that Isaiah 55, right? God's thoughts mm. are not our thoughts. Yeah. God's thoughts are above our thoughts, yeah. you know, as the heavens are above the earth. Yeah. And so there's this basic beginning of like, we're not going to like know everything. Sure. And yet, right, Jesus says very clearly, uh, you know, that we are supposed to love the Lord mm-hmm. with our heart, with our soul, and with our mind. mind. Yeah. Right. He actually encourages us to use our brains that he has given us. Right. He made us in his image. He made us fearfully and wonderfully. We are made and designed intentionally by God to have a brain. Yes. That can be used. Totally. Like this is wasn't an accident. For sure. Um, And this is important because as we actually read the scriptures, Paul will talk about in Second Timothy. Right. That there is a a pattern of sound teaching. Mm, yeah. There's also a line our minds, our hearts, yeah. and our life with. For sure. Uh, it's also the reality that there is, Paul talks about in Colossians 2, right? That there we can be captive to deceptive philosophy. Sure. Yeah. There's rival ways of looking at life and stuff that really matter, mm-hmm. and we need to engage our brains. Uh, also, it's possible, Paul talks about in, uh, in Romans 10, right? That we can have zeal, Without knowledge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, well, maybe study is one way to address for that sure. gap. Yeah, for sure. I even think about, as you're saying that, where there is this recognition that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, which should create this posture of humility yeah. as we engage with study. And I even think about coming to the first page of the Bible, in Genesis good. chapter 1. Right off the bat, we're confronted with the reality that here is a text that is really debated. And people have studied it, yeah. come to different conclusions on it. Even yeah. some of the key words like heavens and earth and, you know, God and light, like all these different things. Yeah. Like what exactly are we talking about with yeah. these words? I, I think of earth and heavens, and that means something in my modern yeah, context. But that may or may not be the same thing that meant mm. for an ancient reader yeah. that was part of the original audience. Yeah. Uh, John Walton, he's a professor at Wheaton Hebrew Bible Prof. Yeah. He has this line where he says the Bible was not written to us but it was written for us. And mm. It's a little bit overstated. He acknowledges that a bit. Yeah. But what he's getting at is that recognizing that the scriptures were written to a particular audience yeah. originally. It's ancient good. Israelite culture, a church in Corinth, a church in Rome. Yeah. But at the same time, because they are God's word, yeah. they are also written for us. Yeah, that's good. And it's crossing that conceptual gap, or yeah. if you will, that cultural gap yeah. of what did the scriptures mean in their yeah. ancient context, studying that, knowing yeah. that. So there's a place for study yes. to be able to understand that. To understand yeah. that, so then we can faithfully apply it to have yeah. sound doctrine and teaching yeah. in our own modern context. I, uh, I'm thinking of a quote by Anselm, where the mm. theology or study in sure. this case, right, is faith seeking understanding. Yeah, that's good. So you read Genesis 1, and you're like, ah, what does that mean? For sure. And there's a part of you that sort of is like, ah, I want to understand that. Yes. Right? And that's the posture of faith, and that's where study comes in. For sure. Yeah, and I think that's like really crucial because as we're talking about the study of Scripture, we're really wanting to study our family story, yeah. right? Because the yeah, this isn't just a random book. Totally. This is our family story. We yeah. are a part of the family of God, yeah. and the family of God has a particular one true real story, the yeah. scriptures. Yeah. And to know that family yeah. story, just like I want to know my own biological family story, yeah. so that I can faithfully live into the story of God and yeah, really understand my role within that. 
requires that I actually know what the scriptures are saying yeah. and to study that and to yeah. dwell on that and to really grow in my understanding. Yeah, and maybe you need some background information, sure. right? So you can read the text itself, yes. which is part of your study. Yes. But maybe there's even other resources. Yes, other people that have faithfully studied the languages, yeah. the cultural context, that maybe have more experience knowing the scriptures That's just good. as a whole, how they interconnect and yeah. how they're being quoted here and how they apply here and all these sorts of things yeah. that people who have followed Jesus, love Jesus, have spent their lives yeah. doing. And not to necessarily say that we are 110% dependent on these external sources, yeah. but there's actually a really healthy place to yeah. study and to grow from other wise people That's who good. have followed Jesus really even before and yeah. even in our current moment. So give me an example of maybe like, you know, through your study. Yeah. Like, what have you learned about the, the scriptures? For sure. I think I would say there's two kind of broad main categories. Yeah. I think there's a more what we would call like a biblical theology side. Okay. Under, this gets back to understanding the story. Yeah. So understanding those main core key components yeah. like creation, fall, the story of Abraham and the formation of the family of, of Israel, yeah. Exodus, the, the wilderness wanderings, all these key moments, the monarchy, the kingdom, yeah. how they go into exile, the prophets, all these different things, these yeah. core components and moments of the story, how it culminates in the person of Jesus. Yeah the sending of the spirit, the yeah. formation of the church, and really the last things. Yeah. There's a bunch of the, kind of these broad major yeah. categories, but that's, I think, super crucial, kind of yeah. having a good solid grasp like on the storyline. theology, how does it work? How does it work? How does the story go from yeah. Genesis to Revelation? What are the key components? It's good. How does the story progress? So that's kind of on one big bucket. Yeah. Kind of the second big bucket is more of like a systematic approach. And what I mean okay. by this is kind of asking these bigger questions of how does the scriptures or what does the Bible say about X? Yeah. And oftentimes these are things like, what does the Bible say about even like what, who God is? Yeah. That's a big question. Yeah. What is the church? What is the church? What yeah. is sin? What does what it is mean salvation? to be human? Salvation. Yeah. All these different things where there's a variety of different passages mm -hmm. throughout the storyline of scripture. Yeah. And it's important to know how those passages fit into their context. Yeah. That's the biblical theology side. Yeah. But also kind of figuring out how does the Bible as a unified whole speak to not just the storyline, yeah. but that specific topic. Sin, yeah. humanity, salvation, That's last good. things, all these yeah. different topics. Yeah. And for me, it's trying to work in both of these categories yeah. and to not just stay at this high sort of academic level. There is yeah. an aspect of study to this, yeah. but then also integrating that into, okay, how do then we live faithfully into yeah. this reality? If this is true and we're studying this, how then do I faithfully live into this story good. and then follow and listen to what the scriptures say yeah. about X, Y, and Z? Faith-seeking understanding. Totally. There it is. No, it's sure. good. And then it also, study can then also be about contemporary issues For sure. and how they intersect, right? Yeah, so even things like, you know, like gender and sexuality and yeah. all the cultural things, like the Bible yeah. speaks to these things. Yeah. Again, this is doing the work of how are the authors addressing it in their context. Yeah. And then there's a lot of payoff when you do that yeah. because then you can see and bridge the gap, if you will, of how this then applies into our own modern context and story. Yeah. For sure. So then personally, how do you feel like you've... How do you leverage this? How do you benefit from it? For sure. I think for me, like I can be an oddball to a certain degree, but I love no. to read. I love to like just sit in some of these books that, yeah. you know, honestly, I don't expect really, you know, people to read all, yeah. all these different stuff. But I think for me, it comes down to just really taking time. Yeah. And for me, this is really important. I think it's important yeah. for followers of Jesus to study and know God's yeah. word as best they can. And so there's an aspect of time on one hand. Yeah. And there's an aspect, I think, discipline, which kind of correlates to that on the other. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like finding good resources. So we mentioned like commentaries yeah. and books. I think in our kind Are of there culture, a couple that you could think of that like would benefit? For sure. I think so. Like someone like N.T. Wright has yep. been super helpful for me on the... He has a simple commentary. Yes. And John Golden Gay is the Old Testament, Old Testament version. version. Yeah. So like for every book of the Bible... It's, it's well-researched, but it's yeah. written at a level where anyone can, anyone can appreciate it. it and understand so it. on the biblical theology side, that's a great place for to sure. start. Totally. 
And I think more on uh, like the more the systematic side, yeah. uh, there's someone by the name of uh, Mike Bird who's written. Uh, yeah. It's a thick book, but the writing in it is very accessible. Yeah. And he addresses different topics mm. as far as how they relate to scripture yeah. in our lives cool. from a more systematic perspective. Yeah. I think other resources for me personally, the Bible Project, their videos, yeah. their podcasts, I think podcasts in general, you know, yeah, it's can be pretty really digestible. Helpful. It's digestible. Yeah. You know, you can obviously listen to it as you are mowing mm-hmm. the lawn or chores or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a, an aspect of that at play. But for me, those two things, I think reading and podcasts are super good. helpful. But also to add to that, both of those things, but in the life of community itself. Yeah. Other people to talk with, process, yeah. to ask questions. Because sometimes a huge I, I've noticed this, and sorry, no, 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 but there can be this like rabbit hole thing where you go into your study yes. <laughs> and then you come back into community and you're saying things and people are looking at you why. weird. Yeah. And it's like, no, actually study is meant to be something that we do, but then we also use and discern in yes, community. For sure. And I think this is what I'm really grateful. One of the main things I'm grateful about Wellspring is having these spaces, whether it's classes or maybe one-off forums or even yeah. times on Sundays, we can talk about and process and learn together, ask questions, yeah. recognizing, like we mentioned at the beginning, we don't all necessarily agree on some of these yeah. things, which can be really healthy and good, yeah. but it's an opportunity to learn from one another. That's good. As God has spoken to us, shown us certain things, we might yeah. have read this, they might have read that, but it's again, coming together in community, recognizing yeah. that Jesus is at the center, but that we're also called to as best we can yeah, in humility, good. grow in our understanding. I, um, one of the things that stands out to me is often people I think assume uh, study is about pride or debate. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, study is about worship. Worship, yeah. So when I relate to sort of study, I think of, I just, I love learning. Yeah. It actually brings me pleasure. For sure. And I feel like I connect to God more when I like lean into these things totally. and I see the complexities yes. and I, it actually opens me up. And some For of sure. us are built more this way. Yeah. But I think all of us can benefit from a little bit more knowledge. Yes. Uh, as we're trying to uh, sort of, bridge the gap between the original audience yes. and our understanding and application For today. Sure. Yeah, I think that's really good. It's good. Thanks, man. Awesome.